salt shaker. Salt shaker. To the way maker. To the way It's the salt for me. It's the salt for me. Salt shaker. Salt shaker. To the way maker. It's the salt for me. Hello and welcome to episode three of It's the Salt for Me, brought to you by The Salty Christian. I'm your host, Marie. I invite you to subscribe, share, and comment below. Today's episode will be about trusting God. If you've listened to the previous episodes on forgiveness, then you know I'm trying to strengthen my relationship with God. On those episodes, I talked about how I needed to forgive God, yes, God, and myself and other people to try and get back to the relationship I once had with him. During this process, I've done a lot of soul searching, and I hate to admit it, but I've found out that while I've forgiven God, I don't fully trust him anymore. Yeah, I could sit here and tell you how I trust God more than ever since I forgave him, but I'd be lying, and he would know I'm lying too, so what's the point? It's not like God doesn't know every thought in my head before I even think it. So there's no fooling God, is there? Try to understand it this way. Have you ever had someone in your life let you down, tell you that you can count on them? They got you. Only when the ball drops, they're nowhere to be found. I know it sounds foolish, but for better or for worse, I'm scared to put all my trust back in God again because he let me down so much in the past. I know that God works everything together for our good, even when it doesn't feel like it. You know, he can see things we can't see, hear things we can't hear. He can see the complete picture while we can only see small parts. Even though I know he's shown up for me before, it's like he's done a lot of good for me in my life. He's performed miracles in my life, but I feel like he stopped showing up for me, like he didn't love me anymore, so much so that I shut down. I stopped trusting him with the things that were happening in my life and If I couldn't trust God, who could I trust? I know that sounds really ignorant, but if I'm being truthful, I felt like the only person I could rely on was myself. And that's always a recipe for disaster. How many times have you interfered with God's work instead of just trusting him to take care of it? For me, I've interfered more times than I really care to admit. (laughs) God has spoken to me through other people and I've ignored it. I know one particular time many years ago, I was going through it with one of my children. I was praying, crying, praying some more. I went to work one day and at lunch, I decided to go to this Christian bookstore that I had frequented. You know, it was just right there on the corner. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll go over there. I went inside and I was looking around when this gentleman started talking to me. And he told me it was a pastor at a church in another city, not too far from where we were. And I can't remember his name now, but I took note of it then. And I asked him to pray for my kid. He said he would. But before he left the store, he made a point to come back to me and tell me, you really need to let God do what he's going to do and stop interfering with his plan. As long as you keep interfering, God can't do his job. And I was like, Okay. So now you have to understand what I had been praying for to really appreciate what he told me. I had prayed for many things, but the gist of it is that I had been praying that God would intervene in my child's life and to let me know what I could do to help. Well, God clearly wanted me to mind my business and let him handle the situation. And he told me as much through this stranger. Did I listen? Absolutely not. 
Even though I went home and I looked up the church and found out that the church had burned down probably before I was even born, and that the pastor who spoke to me was nowhere to be found. I mean, who was this man? Was he an angel? I don't know. I do know that this is how God operates in my life when I am 100% his. And because I am human, there are times that I still don't listen. Have any of you guys gone through a similar situation? Did you listen to God? Let me know. Comment below. I know at the time I was desperate. I wanted something to happen quickly. I needed my child to be okay, and I was sure I could do it better than God. I couldn't, and I didn't. In fact, I probably made things worse. Sometimes for me, I feel better when I take care of things so I know it's done. I think I carry that over into even God's territory, which is frightening. On top of that, you know, little man be pumping me up, be having me thinking I'm going to handle my business on my timeline. I don't need to wait on God. I can manipulate that timing and outcome for my benefit because let's face it, sometimes God just takes too long. (laughs) Yeah, I said it. But when things ultimately go straight to hell, and they always do because I've interfered with God's plan, that's when I am reminded of who God is and that God has his own timing and that things will happen not only when, but as they should, and that I need to trust God. So this week, I will focus on trusting God. How am I going to go about trusting God? I'm going to try to give in wholly and completely. I'm going to stop trying to play God. I'm going to attempt to hand over my entire life to God again, which isn't going to be easy. If something bad happens, I'm just going to turn it over to God and not worry about it. Let God take my burdens. Hopefully, a little man won't be all up in my business. Yes, I have questions you already know. So my first question is, Why should I trust God? And does trusting God mean doing nothing on my part to get the ball rolling? Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. This verse tells me that I need to trust in God, not Sally, Beatrice, or little Matt. Okay, they're human just like me and make mistakes. And if I'm going to trust somebody, I need to trust the one who doesn't make mistakes, even if I don't understand why he does what he does. When I acknowledge God is in control and always has my best interest at heart, he will direct me. For the second half of that uh, question, I knew what Bible verse I would use in its example about getting the ball rolling. Have you ever heard somebody tell you, you know, the Bible says God helps those who helps themselves? Well, I was today years old when I found out that it isn't a verse. It doesn't exist in the Bible. I've heard that since I was a kid. I always assumed it was there, but never really needed the verse to quote it until now. Why do people act like that's in the Bible? You know, why do they act like that's a biblical verse? Or am I the only one who just didn't know? So now what? Am I supposed to wait for him to fix it, come up with a plan and pray about it? What happens if I don't hear from God and I need to know right away? Do I just sit idly by and do nothing? I'm not sure I have that much patience. I don't know a little man go mind his business that long. Here we go. My second question is, 
is trying to trust God enough to begin with, or does it have to be all or nothing? So I looked for a verse in the Bible that would give me some clarity about this. And I got to tell you, I couldn't find one. If any of you know of one, put it in the comments below. Let me know. Let me know where to look, what it says, all everything. In the meantime, I'm going to do some soul searching on this one and I will get back to you on it next week. Question three is, how do I continue to try and trust God when it appears that he is helping everyone be great except me? Ecclesiastics 3 verse 1 says, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. To me, this tells me that I guess I'm supposed to wait for my time, my season to be great. I sometimes get jealous of people who seem like, you know, they have it all together. And I think that's natural reaction. I know we shouldn't feel that way, but we're human. Sometimes I feel like God has chosen them over me and I feel some type of way about it. Like what's so special about them? Why do I have to suffer when clearly I'm a much better person than some of these people? It makes no sense. It's hurtful and disrespectful. So I'm going to look into this some more. And if anybody has some insight, let me know in the comments below and I'll touch again on this one next week. So for my homework this week, I will be working on trusting God through good and bad, no matter what happens. I'm going to trust him and I invite you to join me on this week's journey. And I also invite you to subscribe, share and comment below. I'll let you know how it goes for me on the next episode of It's the Salt for Me. Until then, be blessed and be a blessing. Salt, 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 salt.